Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. With the third pick in the 2021 NBA Draft, the Cleveland Cavaliers select Evan Mobley from the University of Southern California. Welcome to Cavs HQ, presented by Betway. Thank you for joining us on the First Energy Cleveland Cavaliers Radio Network. Now, here are your hosts, Tim Alcorn and Jim Jones. From the Cavaliers Radio Production Studios at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse in downtown Cleveland. Hi again, everybody, and welcome to Cavs HQ, presented by Betway. Great to have you with us along the First Energy Cavaliers Radio Network. And boy, what an exciting weekend for the Cleveland Cavaliers. The weekend party got started early on Thursday night. You just heard it, the announcement by NBA Commissioner Adam Silver that the Cavaliers with the number three pick in the 2021 NBA draft selected Evan Mobley. And then, of course, on Friday, Evan Mobley, along with head coach J.B. Bickerstaff and Cavaliers general manager Kobe Altman, met with the media. And where there was some great content there. We'll look back on the Friday press conference during this edition of Cavs HQ and certainly uh, delve deep into this selection of Evan Mobley and what it means to the franchise and more importantly, what it means to the basketball team out on the floor. And a guy who knows an awful lot about playing the big man in the NBA, my co-host for Cavs HQ, my great friend as well, Jim Jones. Jim, first of all, what was your reaction when you heard Adam Silver say Evan Mobley? Well, the first time he said it, uh, I said to myself, uh, and this is uh, not to be slanderous or blasphemous, there is a Jesus. <laughs> I really did. I said, there is a Jesus because this is the kind of kid that you pray for, the kind of kid who is already has a strong skill set and who is already seven foot tall at 20 years old. And if you really think about it, Cade Cunningham was almost forced upon Detroit, if you really think about it. 
you know, can't miss the whole thing. So Detroit was in a dilemma. They might have wanted this kid, but they probably honestly felt that if anything goes wrong, you know, then they're going to be held accountable, which they would. We call it crisis management. So they went with the prevailing flavor and atmosphere of the moment. They took Cade Cunningham. Now you exhale, but you don't exhale all the way. Then the second team that comes in, they get uh, Houston takes Jalen Green, who was an outstanding G-leaguer. You and I talked about that. And then this kid falls right into our hands. Any other year, and I've heard this from three or four other reporters and people on, on the tube, this kid is a number one pick, no question about it. Well, it was a deep draft, and the Cavs so fortunate to move up to that number three spot on NBA Draft Lottery night. And, boy, they hit a home run. And as far as your opening remarks, Jim, all I can say is amen, brother, amen. <laughs> <laughs> and you mentioned, of course, uh, a couple of high lottery picks out of the G League with Jalen Green and, of course, Kaminga. Yes. Uh, we're going to hear from Mike Ostrowski, the president of the Cleveland Charge, about the G League and about the charge coming to downtown. So we've got a lot to talk about. I said we'll hear from Kobe Altman, we'll hear from J.B. Bickerstaff, and of course we'll hear from Evan Mobley, the newest Cavalier, and we'll hear from, oh, as they call him, Mike Kostrowski, about the G League and the charge coming downtown. So we've got a busy show ahead. So stay with us. Cavs HQ, presented by Betway on the First Energy Cavaliers Radio Network. Ethan in the lane goes to Evan Mobley. Evan Mobley will take his time and dunk it down with two hands. Looking to take Graham now. Bumps into him. Goes by him. Throws up a right-hand flip shot. And Evan remains perfect. Edie will lob it to Evan. Evan's going to throw it down. Brody goes to work. And denied by Mobley. Brody gets it back. Denied again. Two blocks for Evan Mobley. Edie to Evan Mobley. Top of the key three coming from Evan. And that one's drilled by the seven-footer. Slam down. Highest percentage shot that you can find for Evan Mobley. Evan Mobley's got the steal. Now Evan Mobley trying to go coast-to-coast. Evan Mobley all the way up, down. 94 feet and a big finish for the big fella. Oh, what a job. Kurt McLaughlin, yes, putting together that highlight package of Evan Mobley. Kurt, part of the dynamic duo of Kurt and Marty Allen. Yeah, Leo Simone's on the other side of the window as well. Great to have you with us on Cavs HQ, presented by Betway. Yours truly, along with Jim Jones, indeed. He's coming. Evan Mobley coming to Cleveland to be the newest member of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Boy, Jim, you hear those highlights and uh, kind of raises some some hairs on the arm, gives you a little goosebumps, man. This guy can make plays. Yeah, and you know that's the main thing about him. He can create for others, uh, and we're talking about a seven footer. That's why it's so unique. But he can also uh, finish, and he can also create his own shot. Those are some uh, some of the things that he can do. A very strong skill set. Boy, no doubt about it. Well, let's go back to Thursday night, uh, the NBA draft at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. And, of course, Adam Silver with the announcement that, indeed, it would be Evan Mobley for the Cavaliers at the number three spot. So a little while later that night, uh, Cavaliers general manager Kobe Altman had a chance to address the media. And, as I just alluded to, uh, Kobe Altman said, uh, boy, Evan Mobley is a young man that makes plays. He's one of the rare guys that when he touches the ball, something good happens um, every time. 
and, and he's not selfish. Uh, he looks to make the right play every time, whether that's the skip pass um, out of the post, which he can see and throw over the defense. So he has tremendous vision for a guy his size. And that's why it's really hard to pigeonhole him into a position. Um, and and I, you know, I play four or five, you know, there's, there's, there's different lineups where you might use him as the ball handler in a pick and roll, uh, which is super unique. So I, I just, I think JB salivating at the different um, opportunities and, and uh, potential for his skill set. Jim, a couple of things that Kobe alluded to there. Number one, the basketball IQ of Evan Mobley. He's only 20 years old, and yet he plays really way above that. And, and the skill set that you alluded to, uh, touch on that if you would. Well, his father uh, was, was on the staff at USC. His father was his first coach. His father and mother are both educators and teachers. But this kid has played a lot of AAU. He's played an international play. I think it was the 17 and under and maybe the 19 and under might have been those two uh, in the last few years. Uh, he knows Okoro because they played on the U.S. Uh, national teams together. So he has tremendous amount of experience, not, not only on stateside competition, but international play. And uh, I guess he's been outstanding in both of those venues. But I think the unique thing about this kid, he was freshman of the year. Now we're talking about a kid that was 18 years old and uh, turned 19 after his first year. Freshman of the year, defensive player of the year, and MVP of the Pac-12. Now the Pac-12 is probably the third toughest conference these days uh, for uh, college talent. And here's an 18-year-old coming out of nowhere, seven foot, 215 pounds, and dominating. Absolutely. And you heard Kobe reference uh, head coach J.B. Bickerstaff uh, that he was yes. salivating over Evan Mobley. Uh, no doubt the head coach of the Cavaliers wanted the young man out of USC. He's up late at night thinking of different ways to use him and different rotations and the potential to have seven foot rim protection for 48 minutes a night. And so there's a lot of different ways that we can we can utilize Evan. And I think you know, Evan was his top choice. Uh, you know, if you can ask him, I don't want to put words in his mouth. Uh, but again, I think this draft was just incredible, a remarkable historical draft in terms of the talent up top. And um, we're really, really excited to, to be welcoming Evan to this, this franchise. And Jim, you think about the different ways that JB is going to be able to utilize Evan Mobley. You say, well, he's seven feet, he's a center. Uh, he can do a lot of different things, even though he is seven feet tall. Yeah, and the thing about the press conference, I don't remember anybody calling him a center that was sitting at that table because of what Kobe talked about, the incredible versatility. But, you know, let's let's go back a little bit. You know, when teams, some of the fundamental basic strategies uh, of the draft, do you select for need or do you select select the best players? And I was going over what the Pistons needed. The Pistons needed a scoring guard, somebody in the backcourt who could create his own shot, be a focal point so that the role players could play well. And that's what Cade Cunningham done, did for them. So there was a need there. And if you look at the Houston Rockets, it's the same thing there. They were drafting for a need. They needed a two guard. They have John Wall. They've got Porter, who are basically dominating the ball. But they need someone to come in who is athletic, 
who will be a mismatch and a tough matchups for most teams most nights. And I could see why they went with Jalen Green. But when it came to Mobley, Evan Mobley, the Cavs went for the best player. I've heard this from five or six people in the last three weeks, many of them scouts, saying that in any other year, Mobley would have probably been the number one pick because if he'd have stayed another year, there's no question he'd been number one. If he stayed another year, there's no question that he would have been the number one pick. If you listen to the compliments and uh, the accommodations that he got, freshman of the year, defensive player of the year, and MVP, and we're talking about a freshman, you know, this kid uh, is uh, just fell into the Cavs' hands. It's just a beautiful thing to witness. And he has set the bar high for himself, uh, saying, hey, I want to be rookie of the year. I'm just here to be the best player, best person I can be at, at the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, I'm here to show what I have, um, hopefully be uh, rookie of the year, uh, rookie of the month as many times as I can. So um, that's what I'm trying to bring to, uh, to the team. Oh, Jim, I love when a young man exudes confidence <laughs> like that. I love it. Yeah, he's talking about performance. He's talking about achievement. He's talking about accepting the challenge. He's not afraid to talk about it. Those are all uh, cues for me that this kid has potential not only to be a good or an exceptional player, but to be a great player. Boy, welcome to Cleveland, Evan Mobley. We've got to take a quick time out, but well, we've got so much more to hear from the number three pick in the NBA draft, as well as Cavs general manager Kobe Altman and head coach J.B. Bickerstaff. As Kobe said, he's salivating knowing that Evan Mobley will be in a Cavalier uniform. So a lot more to come. Stay with us. Cavs HQ presented by Betway on the First Energy Cavaliers Radio Network. Welcome back, Cavs HQ, presented by Betway on the First Energy Cavaliers Radio Network. Great to have you with us. Boy, the Cavs soaking up a lot of positive good vibes after their selection of Evan Mobley at the number three spot in the NBA draft on Thursday night. And during our previous segment, we were talking about the fact that Cavs head coach J.B. Bickerstaff really loves this young man and really was the choice as far as J.B. was concerned. And J.B. on Friday talked to the media down at Cleveland Clinic Courts, and well, he described what Evan Mobley now brings to this Cavaliers team. You got a guy who's seven feet tall, uh, who can handle the ball, uh, who can pass the ball, who can play make, uh, who can defend, you know, who can score. I mean, you know, the list goes on and on of his capabilities. But what it does is it gives you a ton of versatility as a coach. Um, you know, we were having conversations earlier about the teams that win in this league and how they win. And you go back and look at it, the teams that win the paint typically are winning and successful teams on both ends of the floor. Uh, so when you throw in, you know, a guy like Evan with Jared and Isaac in our group, you know, they give you an opportunity to win the paint. And obviously that translates into success. So those are things that we're excited about. Well, I'm talking to a guy in Jim Jones that knows an awful lot about winning that battle in the paint. And Jim, uh, as JB just alluded to there, when you've got two seven-footers, uh, not only on the offensive end, but really on the defensive end, you can give the other team's offense nightmares. Yes, you can. And uh, that's not always been true, Tim. You know, that that used to be a formula that a lot of teams had. You get a big, tall, power forward, and you have a, uh, a center who's a bruiser, and you can win games. But since the game has changed, the profile for the kind of bigs you want 
uh, has definitely changed. You have to be mobile. You have to have guard skills. You have to be able to be where the action is. That means get back on defense and get down the floor on offense. That takes a different kind of athlete. And we have two of them, and Jared Allen and, of course, young Mobley. And they remind me uh, of Tim Duncan and David Robinson. And I'm going to tell you right now, David Robinson is the greatest all-time power forward to ever play in our game, but he wasn't as skilled as this kid at 18. This kid is un- is incredible. And, wow. ju- and just see what we're looking at. If you can put those two kids together, they can stay out of each other's way, and they can learn to play together, you know, for extended periods. You know, it's going to cause havoc for anyone that plays the Cavaliers. At Friday's press conference, uh, J.B. Bickerstaff delved further into why he really loves Evan Mobley. It's the combination of size and skill. Uh, you, you just don't see that uh, regularly. You know, when you, again, uh, put a guy in a seven-foot frame, and one, I, I love just watching the passes that he makes. Um, you know, like when he puts the ball on the floor, you know, again, most typical seven-footers, they see the floor and they see the rim. Mm. Uh, and when I watched him play, when he put the ball on the floor, he saw where the defense was first and how that created open areas for his teammates. Uh, And again, that's just rare for a guy his size and at his age uh, to be able to do those things. And then, you know, I'll go back to the old school, like he plays defense, (laughs) you know, and he takes pride in defending uh, and getting stops and shutting people down. So, you know, you mix that all together and that's my kind of guy. And Jim, that's what I was talking about earlier, that that basketball IQ, the vision, the awareness as a 20-year-old to realize, you know, I'm looking over that defense and I'm looking for areas where this ball can go, uh, the, the ball handling level, the skill level that JB's alluding to there, that's a rare thing. Yeah, it is, because uh, there's three guys that have been MVPs in our league. I'm not sure Sigma was. But I know that Jokic is the current MVP, and, of course, Tim Duncan won it. But the point I'm making, Tim, is that this is what you need today in order to be, uh, to win. But this is what you need. You need a partnership between your two biggest players that have the ability to do all the things that are necessary for winning when the fundamentals of our game dictates that you have to play at a pace that will give you opportunities in the open court. And those kind of bigs are hard to find. Sometimes you can find a big that can shoot the heck out of the ball, but he's slow and he can't defend. Or you can find a super athletic big, gets up and down the floor, 40-inch vertical, but the guy can't defend or else he can't score. So, But to have the combination of both of those, and then you look at his pedigree, tremendous amount of AAU. You know he started out playing guard, and he said he's always played up. Now, that means that he's always played either uh, if it was a 12-year-old league, you know, he was, uh, you know, he was playing eight, nine years old. He was playing with older guys. And I've always said if you can play with older guys, then you can get better than your age group. And he started out playing a guard. Yes, he played guard. and His dad taught him guard skills, and he was able to take those guard skills uh, of mobility, timing, ball handling, court awareness, all those fundamentals that guards have to have. And all of a sudden, this kid is seven foot tall with all of these darn skills. I mean, uh, it's incredible. Yeah, Jim, it really is. You know, and he fell right into the Cavs' hands, uh, 
too. Yeah, no doubt. And, of course, uh, you, you brought up some names that perhaps uh, Evan could be comparable to as far as in the NBA. On draft night, uh, Evan was asked what NBA players he compares himself to. A lot of people have been comparing me to Chris Bosh, Anthony Davis, Giannis, um, players like that. Um, I definitely see uh, a good amount of similarities between all of those players. Um, but I feel like I'm my own player, and I got my own tendencies, which makes me unique. There you go. You've got to put your own stamp on it. But, Jim, I'll take any one of those comparisons that young Evan Mobley just mentioned there. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, he will, too. Because if you look at LeBron, LeBron is a little bit of Michael Jordan, uh, Oscar Robertson, and some of the other great players. You know, everybody takes from everybody else, uh, puts it in their game if it fits. But it all comes down to, in the end, who are you? You know, one of, one of the things why you never hear people talk about Kobe Bryant in the top five as far as the greatest player to ever play in our league was because he mimicked Michael Jordan so much, even in his diction, even in the way he shaped up for his shots. He was too much Michael, and we'd already seen Michael. And uh, they really have done him an injustice because Kobe Bryant is as good as anybody to have ever played this game. But because his game was so similar to Michael Jordan's, he never got the praise I thought that was necessary for him. But here's a kid who's looking at, you know, I want to forge my own way. I'll take from those guys like we all have, and especially the great players, and make it mine if it fits. And that's the kind of kid we have here. Well, you mentioned fit. Uh, Evan Mobley at the press conference Friday said, hey, I know I'm joining a young team, but I think the chemistry is going to be pretty solid. I feel like me and uh, Colin Sexton and Darius Garland are going to have a great chemistry on the floor. Um, me just making plays for them, them making plays for me, um, pick and roll actions, all that. Um, I feel like we're just going to have a, a great uh, dynamic duo, I guess, with all, all my teammates as well as Jared Allen. Dynamic duo. I thought I had trademarked that for Marty Allen and Kurt McLaughlin. <laughs> All right, we've got a lot more of Evan Mobley to hear from, as well as GM Kobe Altman and head coach J.B. Bickerstaff. So stay with us. It's Cavs HQ, presented by Betway on the First Energy Cavaliers Radio Network. As part of the Cavaliers Dunk for Dollars program presented by Lexus, one youth basketball hoop is donated to the community for every 20 dunks throughout the season. Last month, children at both Providence House and East End Neighborhood House were surprised with their new hoops. Cavs in the community, brought to you by Discount Drug Mart. We'll be back with more Cavs HQ presented by Betway after this on the First Energy Cavaliers Radio Network. Cavs HQ, presented by Betway on the First Energy Cavaliers Radio Network. Great to have you with us, Tim Elkhorn, along with Jim Jones. Again, great work on the other side of the window. Marty Allen, Kurt McLaughlin, Leo Simone, as we do a deep dive into the Cavs selection of Evan Mobley in the NBA draft on Thursday night. The seven-foot center slash forward slash ball handler. He can do a little bit of everything. And boy, we are really excited about bringing him to Cleveland to be a part of this Cleveland Cavaliers team. And Jim, uh, right before the break, we were just talking about uh, the versatility and everything that Evan Mobley will bring to this basketball team. And it just gets you excited about training camp about a month away now, or two months well, away, I, I should think, say. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, you know what it is, Tim? It's 
it's uh, very few teams have had this kind of player. You know, you look at Giannis, you look at Bosch, and you look at a few other players in the past. Sigma, who was good, Jokic can do a lot of different things. Uh, Tim Duncan, of course, is the godfather of all of these guys. But the point I'm making is to have this in your in your in your grasp. It minimizes your weaknesses and it enhances your strengths because they've got to focus on him. And this kid is going to be so productive, and his production will be beyond just scoring, or just beyond just being a rebounder. This kid can do it all. Well, the Cavs now have size up front. Boy, Jared Allen, Evan Mobley, uh, both seven feet tall. You heard people saying, boy, how do they work those two together? Well, in the Friday press conference, Cavs head coach J.B. Bickerstaff said, big teams are teams that win in this league. You go back, you know, just recently, obviously, with the Lakers team, right? They had big guys, uh, and then they threw Anthony Davis at the four, who was skilled, and their, you know, their size uh, helps, but they got to have that skill. They got to be able to play make. They got to be able to pass. They got to be able to shoot. So if you can accumulate enough of that, uh, you can overcome everybody wanting to go and play small ball basketball. Uh, you know, he gives us that opportunity because he can switch. A lot of guys, you know, when it comes to the end of the game, big guys can't play, right? We're fortunate enough in Evan and Jared that we have two big guys that can switch on guards and keep guards in front of them that gives them an opportunity to stay on the floor at the end of the game. They both also have a skill set. So if you decide that you want to switch and throw small guys on them, we'll just throw the ball up in the air, play jump ball, and let those guys go tip it in. So I think we're fortunate uh, with the guys that we have, and obviously with Evan and the combination of him and Jared together. All right, JB, so now you've got Evan Mobley. Uh, How do you plan to use this young man out of USC? With us, what we have to do is play him to his strengths. Uh, and, you know, people can't hit what they can't catch. So putting him in space, allowing him to use his speed uh, and those things can help him be successful. And, you know, again, the league uh, is set up where they've taken a lot of the physicality out of the game, right? They like to see skill and they like to see guys being attack mode. So Evan, you know, with his ability to put the ball on the floor, can put a ton of pressure on defenses. So now if he puts the ball, he catches it at the elbow or the top of the key, and now he's straight line driving, right? Defensive players have to show their hands because they're not allowed to touch and not allowed to be uh, physical and impede his progress. So we'll put him in a position where, you know, his skill set uh, is an advantage. And now the defense is at a disadvantage where they can't put their hands on him and touch him and be physical. Boy, Jim, you can already see the wheels turning in JB's <laughs> mind as to how he's going to utilize one Evan Mobley. Yeah, well, Bickerstaff, uh, the last time he had a team this talented, they were a part of what I call the over-the-hill gang. It was Gasol, Zach Randolph, uh, Allen out of Chicago, six foot five defender who was all defense every year, and then Conley. And all those guys have been through the wars, and they were kind of old. This is the first team that he's had since then where these guys can play. And none of these guys that uh, are talented on this Cavs team Uh, are anywhere near their prime. So he's salivating, and uh, rightly he should. I mean, he's all over. You know, JB's always been ahead of the curve. You know, when he just said, just play to the kid's strength, why confuse him and make him do something he's not? You know, when he's already been successful and confident in what he does now. Now you have to build the the strategies around him, you know, to make it avail itself. And I don't see a problem with it. I just think it's it's never going to be a problem to coach talent. I just think that this... 
minimizes some of the glaring weaknesses this Cavaliers team had last year, and it maximized the potential of what they could become. And as much as we're excited about Evan Mobley coming here to join the Cavaliers organization, uh, the young man says uh, he's just as excited and really likes this young Cavs team he's joining. This young team is an amazing team. They're very young, as he as he mentioned, um, and athletic as well. And I feel like I fit um, those descriptions as well. So I'm just super excited to uh, get out there and play with them, um, meet them all, uh, Colin Sexton, Darius Garland, all of them. Um, and I'm just excited to play with them. Well, it's going to be a lot of fun. And kind of putting the finishing touches on the uh, the Evan Mobley draft selection and this young team coming together, uh, Cavs general manager Kobe Altman in the Friday press conference mentioned there's a ton of guys here in Cleveland that are already working out and getting ready to go. I'll just say something real quick, which has been amazing for our culture, that, that you know, JB's done a remarkable job of building here, is last week we had nine guys in our gym working out in Cleveland in the middle of summer because um, they wanted to be here. And that's the culture that JB has created here. Uh, the one guy that won't leave is Isaac Okoro. Uh, he, all he cares about is being in the gym and getting better. Um, and he's defensive first. He's working on the skill set. He has a lot to offer this, this, this team, um, but, but he won't leave this gym. And, and that's another one of JB's favorites. So I'll pass it to you on, on Isaac, but uh, add Isaac with, Jared and Evan, we got a chance. Oh, man. I'll tell you what, Jim, I'm excited, man. Let's get this thing rolling. Let's wait. Let's get that schedule out and get ready to call some Cavs basketball. I totally agree, and it is amazing what having talent can do to the mindset. You know, we have visions of being successful, and this is a talent-driven league. If you don't have the talent, I don't care what kind of strategies you have, you're not going to win. And right now, the Cavaliers are one of those blossoming young teams that everybody is going to have to answer to. No doubt about it. Well, another team that will be playing in downtown Cleveland this coming winter, the Cleveland Charge. And the president of the Cleveland Charge, Mike Ostrowski, is going to join us after this timeout to talk a little bit about the Charge coming downtown and the G League. So stay with us. Cavs HQ, presented by Betway on the First Energy Cavaliers Radio Network. Marty Allen with a little David Bowie coming out of the break as we welcome you back to Cavs HQ, presented by Betway. Marty, along with Kurt McLaughlin, Leo Simone on the other side of the window. Tim Elkhorn, Jim Jones with you on this edition of Cavs HQ, presented by Betway. And boy, there are changes coming for the Cavaliers, as we've discussed throughout the program. Evan Mobley out of USC, the number three pick in the NBA draft on Thursday night, and that has really created some buzz and some excitement. And I'll tell you another thing that has really created uh, a lot of interest is the Cavs G League team, uh, what was the Canton charge. Now coming up to Cleveland, they'll be playing at the Wolstein Center, and they will be the Cleveland charge. And, of course, the G League had two 
lottery picks in Thursday night's NBA draft. Of course, Jalen Green went number two to the Houston Rockets, and then Jonathan Kaminga at number seven to the Golden State Warriors. They were both, of course, with the G League Ignite team, and a guy that knows an awful lot about the G League now joins us here on Cavs HQ. Mike Ostrowski, who, of course, is the president of the Cleveland Charge and the Cleveland Monsters, for that matter, right here at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse, now joins Jim Jones and yours truly. Oh, as you're affectionately known, it's great to have you on the show. Hey, Jim. Great to be with you, Jim. Great to be with you as well. And um, My pleasure. Very, yeah, very exciting stuff uh, going on with the G League and the Charge in Cleveland. And as you mentioned, uh, the you know the exciting night uh, with the Cavs draft. So uh, love to talk more about it with you guys. Well, let's delve into a, a little bit about the G League because uh, you hear so much about it, and it really is a, a a feeding ground, a feeder system for the NBA. But when two guys go in the top seven picks with Green and Kaminga. But what kind of stature does that bring to the league, Mike? Yeah, Tim, it's a you know it's a great question, and it's obviously a great thing for for the G League. You know, the, the draft with uh, you know the three players that were selected, um, you know, that played in uh, in the G League last season and the, the bubble season down in Orlando, which we were obviously very fortunate to get in. Uh, but it was just a great opportunity for all players in the G League to get get that exposure and to get the reps in obviously that's that's uh super important from an nba perspective and from a Cavs perspective is you know our basketball operations group are always evaluating and looking at at talent but it's such a it's such a great league to develop talent and you know really guys as you know you know the g league is has been growing so much it's it's really you know now the second best basketball league in the world behind behind the nba and um, you know, that's close to 60% of the players that are in the NBA played in the G League at one point in time. So from a talent level and a, a, a night-in-and-night-out perspective of just guys that are competing at a very high level, it was great. And, and certainly the G League last year with the, the G League Ignite team, which was put together, um, which has some of the, you know, the brightest stars coming out of high school that elected to kind of go to that professional path route, you know, as opposed to going to the college route, but to really get the, you know, the skills, not just on the court, but off the court, um, you know, Sharif Abdurrahim put, you know, put this as the kind of the brainchild together with, you know, the G League Ignite team and Brian Shaw is, you know, kind of leading that team, you know, from a coaching standpoint, but from a development end, but, you know, there's a, a lot of veterans that have been working with these young, talented players. So it's a, it's really an exciting part and evolution of the G League, and I think you're going to see that trend continue with some of the top players in the country electing to go to the to the G League to kind of hone their skills in advance of the NBA. You know, Mike, it seemed almost like they couldn't get the NCAA to make a move that would facilitate these young kids leaving, so the NBA became aggressive and got involved. Uh, when you first got involved in the, in the G League, was this you're thinking from the beginning that at some point this thing might expand to younger players? Yeah, Jim, it's a, it's a great question. And I think, you know, as we've heard about it, um, you know, and working with obviously our, you know, our basketball group on the Cavs and the charge with, you know, with Kobe Allman, Mike Gansey, Brendan Yu, who, who heads our, our, our charge basketball operations, you know, they certainly are front and center 
with this on the basketball side and you know us on the you know kind of on the business side and working with our basketball group we we had heard this as as an option and you kind of see you know where the 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 league is going or the talent was going so you know i think there there had been a lot of you know a lot of work um you know looking at this type of model that that could could really make sense that you know it's not just the basketball obviously the talent level you know that speaks for itself when you have you know, three players in the top 31 being being selected, and two in the top seven being selected that that played in the G League. But I think the the really exciting part, and what a lot of the players they they've even said, is that this is preparing them for life as a professional outside and off the court. So mm-hmm. things like right. you know financial literacy and and um, you know nutrition and and, and media. Um, you know, you know, media savvy and, and knowing how to conduct an interview and, and doing work in the community and all those things that come with being a professional that you know, a lot of teenagers, they, they, you know, candidly haven't, haven't been exposed to. It, you know, it's certainly getting more prevalent as some of these high school players are playing and, you know, they have more exposure and, and are, are playing high-profile games. But it's nothing like what it will be, as you know, Jim, with playing in the NBA. So, that that's a really exciting part of this kind of comprehensive model that certainly they're getting great instruction and development on the court and great competition playing against teams in the G League um, but it's also giving them that that exposure and experience as they become a professional on how to handle things when they get to that next level. Again we're talking with Mike Kostrowski he's the president of the Cleveland Charge and the Cleveland Monsters and uh, Mike let's shift focus to the Cleveland Charge because it was announced a couple of months back that the Charge are coming downtown just a few blocks away over at the Wolstein Center to play in the 21-22 season. Boy, talk about that change and and what it means to the organization and what it means for the Cavaliers overall to now have their G League team uh, just a few streets down. Yeah, Tim, it's really exciting. We're we're so uh we're, we're, we're so fortunate to be able to, to have this opportunity that, you know, to have our, our entire G League operation literally, you know, uh, three or four blocks away from Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse and just a, a quick uh, ride down to, to Cleveland Clinic Courts, as obviously we know with our, our practice facility. And, you know, from a basketball standpoint, just is going to make it so much easier to have that proximity of your kind of core center of operations with your practice and training and development facilities so close to your to your G League facilities and obviously with the flexibility that we'll have playing at the Wallstein Center and then of course the Cavs here at the Fieldhouse it's just going to create so many different synergies and 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 flexible opportunities for us from the basketball standpoint and and that that uh, also rings true on the business side certainly you know we have a a really large organization here at at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse and the Cleveland Clinic Courts and and, and we're going to be able to pull on all that expertise and experience of people running the business on the, you know, on the marketing and promotions, ticket sales, corporate sales, game presentation, community relations, uh, building operation sides. You know, there's so many pieces uh, to, to running a professional sports organization. And we're, we're going to continue, guys, with our dedicated Cleveland Charge team that will focus on the charge day in and day out running the business. But it's going to be great, uh, a great luxury of ours to have, you know, the entire operation here at uh, you know, the Cavaliers and Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse uh, to be able to assist 
um, you know, with running the, you know, the charge. So we're excited, you know, and I do want to say that, you know, this is, this was better, bittersweet, obviously. It's great that we're in downtown Cleveland, but certainly, you know, transitioning from the, the Canton marketplace was a really, really tough decision. That was the toughest part is, you know, for a decade, you know, the city of Canton and Stark County and all the different folks um, that played such a key part, Mayor Burnaby, the, the mayor of the city of uh, Canton, and so many others that were central to making the charge um, so welcome in, in the city of Canton. That was the toughest part, um, you know, kind of moving north. But So we just want to thank them for a decade of great, great memories, great basketball, and really um, giving us a, a great home down at the, the Canton Civic Center and the city of Canton um, for the first 10 years of the franchise. Really well said. Jim, one more for O before we let him go. Yeah, Mike, uh, it's such a non-traditional move, uh, don't you think? And tell me if I'm wrong. The relationship between colleges and pros has not been, at least in pro-NBA, has not been good because uh, – you know, we, we, we were, they were our feeder system, and then all of a sudden their young talent is leaving college early. Uh, I'm surprised that you were able to work that deal out, but it just shows you the climate in Cleveland is a little bit different than most places. For you to have a college campus environment, you know, to put your team, I think that's sort of non-traditional, don't you think? But uh, it's to your credit. Yeah, Jim, that's a great point. And, you know, I think it just speaks to the relationship that, that our organization has with, with, you know, Cleveland State University and, you know, President Harlan Sands and Len Komorowski have had a, a really great relationship and so many others, Scott Garrett, the athletic director, Dennis Gates, the, the head basketball coach, uh, men's basketball coach at Cleveland State, and so many others um, have been, were just really open to this opportunity as it, as it came together. And it did come together very quickly. Um, but, but you're right, I think, you know, to have a, such a great, um, you know, location in downtown Cleveland, um, you know, right on the, the, the east side of downtown, um, a growing campus and Cleveland State University and a, a really nice facility at the Wallstein Center to be able to, to, to be the new home of the charge and to, to really do more. I think that's the exciting part is, you know, the charge home games are going to be at the Wallstein Center, but there's so many other things we're talking about and collaborating on about what this partnership can can be, and uh, I think more to come on that as we get into the, you know, into the the G League season, which you know the the, the G League season schedule is not out yet. We're 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 looking at, you know, the right now what we've heard we're hearing a little bit around Labor Day, maybe right after that could could change a couple weeks either before or after, but soon soon after Labor Day is when the 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 balance of the G League schedule will be out. We do know that November 6th is likely going to be our first ever game at the Wolstein Center, um, which, would be our, which would be our charge home opener, so we're excited about that. And there's five other guaranteed dates we received, but as we get the rest of the games and just working with the folks at Cleveland State, you know, they've been such great partners in the, you know, the beginning pieces of this relationship that we're really just looking forward to the relationship and how we can grow together, work with their basketball program, work with the business team, the facilities team at the Wallstein Center, and really making this uh, a super unique relationship that, uh, that the entire city of Cleveland can be proud of. And again, having all this great basketball right within, you know, three or four blocks with the Cavs, obviously, the, the charge and such great basketball on the, the men's and women's side with Cleveland State, it's a, it's a really unique opportunity we're so excited about. 
Hey, Mike, I got to tell you, it's been great to have you on. Really excited about having the charge downtown. It's going to be very cool. I'm going down there and catch several games. So to you and uh, everybody in the charge organizations, congrats on that. And again, congrats to the G League overall. Two lottery picks, three picks overall. That was a big night for the G League. So hats off. Thank you, Mike. Great stuff, Mike. Great well, stuff. Thank you very Tim much. Tim and Jim, you guys are working a lot. You guys are calling a lot of games. But if you do have your, you know, those nights off, you want to come over, we'll get you some nice front row seats. And, okay. you know, and the okay. other thing, too, what's <laughs> We're there. great about this, tickets start at only $5 for, for the charge. So it's a great it's a great value, but it's great basketball. And But we'll get you some, some seats. You know, the $5 seats are good. We, we You know, we'll get you down a little bit closer so you guys can give us that, that great analysis you always give. But uh, we appreciate uh, the time, you. and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you guys down at the, the Wallstein Center checking out the chart as well. Sounds great, though. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. Mike Ostrowski, he's the president of the Cleveland Charge and the Cleveland Monsters. Boy, great information about the Charge coming downtown. And boy, think about the great basketball coming up this winter in downtown Cleveland. The Cavs, the Charge, the way the CSU program has turned around. That's some great hoops. All right, we'll be back. We'll wrap things up on this edition of Cavs HQ, presented by Betway on the First Energy Cavaliers Radio Network. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Cavs HQ, presented by Betway. Huge thank you goes out to the guys on the other side of the window, Marty Allen, Kurt McLaughlin, Leo Simone. Boy, they put together some great cuts to let you hear from Kobe Altman, J.B. Bickerstaff, and, of course, the Cavs' number one pick in this year's draft, the number three selection overall, Evan Mobley. Of course, thanks also to Mike Ostrowski for stopping by and talking a little Cleveland Charge basketball with us again. Boy, be on the lookout for the Cleveland Charge schedule and ticket offers as they'll be playing at the Wolstein Center this this winter. And of course, Jim Jones, a great big thank you to you. We're excited for Cavs basketball as the season will get underway in mid-October. So until we talk again next week on Cavs HQ, presented by Betway on the Cavalier First Energy Radio Network, Tim Elkhorn saying so long, everybody.